This podcast is only possible because of your support. Please consider donating, if you can, using the links in the description box. I'm Elia Hubbard for the Beirut Banyan. As I'm working on this episode, I know I should be working on a presentation I'm giving in less than 20 hours. In that presentation, I'm asked to talk about the previous miniseries I hosted on this podcast, Voices from the Square, and the subject I later came to write about for my graduation. For that occasion, I chose to deliver a perspective essay on alternative ways journalists can cover artificial intelligence news. Those two topics don't sound very coherent, and it took me a while to know why I was drawn to both subjects. What I found to be true, and what I'm going to tell my audience tomorrow, is nothing new. People who've been dominated for long are harder to deal with than those who are given a chance to express themselves. In both Lebanese politics and the AI field, there are monopolies and very few actors who dominate decision-making. In both fields, many stakeholders are actively marginalized while the grown-ups talk business. My experience with both those fields has also been shaped by great recommendations to watch, especially in light of street violence this week. Recently, I was lucky to watch both Adults in the Room and Waco. I recommend you watch both, if you haven't already. The first is about the Greek financial crisis, while the latter is about a Texan tragedy. These productions may not seem related to each other or to my journalistic interests, but boy do they illustrate how powder kegs can explode. Every time I read the news, I see the same talking points. How one freedom supersedes the other, how private property is weighed against murder, and how violence is the easiest answer. This week also marks the eerie feeling I got when I knew that people were tear-gassed in Montreal following a protest against police killings that turned violent. I wasn't expecting to be in a tear-gassed city again so soon. Let's be clear though, I don't want to be naive in proposing that this is the time for a kumbaya moment or the need to set differences aside. I'm just hoping to use these moments to better guide my practice and educate myself as it goes nowadays on social media. If I learned anything from current news coverage about AI, Lebanese protests, or other riots and acts of defiance, it is that we all have a role to play in diversifying our playbooks. Whether it's in the people we talk to, follow, or watch, we can be better curators and listeners. For those of us who are lucky enough to have a platform, no matter how tiny it is, we can also work on being more thoughtful about whose messages we boost. And most importantly, I'm trying hard to remind myself that situations and people who are different are not my personal projects to transform. In a recent interesting Facebook Live video, a researcher was practically begging others to stop infantilizing others whose viewpoints do not align with theirs. Like they need a savior or as if they don't have enough brain power to get to the truth that we somehow possess. For that reason, as I prepare for this talk, I tried my best to diversify the people I listen to. I'm also working hard on listening to my audience tomorrow, and that is something I struggled with before in many sessions I've attended. Whether it's on Zoom or live, I bet most of you remember at least one event where you didn't have enough time to ask your question or where no one in the audience had any questions to start with. 
both are failures and big no-nos in the context of public speaking. However, I'm bringing it up in this episode because I'm hoping to apply those in my everyday life. If no one is willing to engage with my opinion, or I'm not willing to engage with people who disagree with me, I should reconsider the usefulness of voicing it in that context in the first place. I know many of you might not agree, and this is why I'm hosting this mini-series. Let me know your thoughts on how you deal with people you disagree with politically, especially when they're driven to violent means of expression. How are you dealing with struggles that are not necessarily yours, and in what ways are you able to be supportive? Let's keep talking. Elia Haber, signing off for the Beirut Banyan.